Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. As a kid, Howard Blue could have never imagined his reality, that he'd be the head basketball coach at Georgetown Prep, one of the oldest and most well-known private schools for boys in the nation. In part two of my conversation with him, we discuss why, the weight of what he feels in doing his job, including dealing with athletes and parents who have unrealistic goals. Let's get to it. As Howard Blue reflected on his career, I recalled the timeless poem by Langston Hughes, which starts, What happens to a dream deferred? As a boy, Howard dreamed of playing professional basketball, namely in the NBA. But after college, he was presented with the chance to play professionally in Italy, yet he decided to pass and change course to a career in education and coaching. I can relate. My first aspirations were to be a pro athlete too, and I didn't realize that dream either. But I want all of you listening to hear how Howard feels about that, why the weight of his job is often so heavy, and what he does with students and even their parents who have unrealistic goals. Thinking back to when you were a kid and looking at your life today as the head coach at, at a prestigious school like Georgetown Prep and for all the years that you've been a leader and influence at WJ and other programs, what do you think? Can you, can you imagine this life? No, I couldn't imagine this one. Um, like I said, most of my imagination was spent on being an NBA player living in a mansion somewhere. <laughs> and then as he got closer to college, it wasn't necessarily the NBA, but playing ball overseas and then coming back home and maybe jumping into college coaching. Um, so I, I did imagine better for myself, um, but it did kind of, it all kind of focused on me being a ball player first, you know, but I don't know if I ever imagined being able to hold down a regular nine to five job that was enough to take care of my family and send my girls to good schools and live in, live in a good neighborhood. Like I never, I, I never saw that. Um, so like, this is like, like, this is pretty cool. Like it's sometimes like a conversation like this, I get to sit back and reflect on it. Like, this is a pretty cool, it's, it's pretty cool outcome especially considering where where it started and unfortunately where a lot of a lot of my childhood friends have ended up um, I definitely know and I'm very appreciative that that I'm in a different spot than than I could have been What are some of the challenges of being the head coach at a school like Georgetown Prep? I mean, this is one of the oldest prep schools in the nation, incredible reputation, but, you know, obviously there, there are challenges within uh, the Georgetown Prep community as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are definitely challenges, and some of that reputation is a part of the challenge. When you're in a school like this, you want to be good, and there's no easy way to be good, to being good, in my opinion, for anything. Um, and a school like this makes sure of that, you know, like like kids have to come here. They, they have to buy into doing work. They have to buy into being student, holistic student athletes and not just, I want to be a good basketball player. And that's the most important thing. Um, so like, like it's challenging to, to make sure that that right mix is there 
to curtail my competitive nature, to, to fit the environment, um, and to make sure that I'm giving the guys the best chance that they have to be successful um, on and off the court. And, like, and, and it really means on and off the court here. Um, but that's just a sports challenge, um, and it's, it's fun. I think some of the, the history of this place and the prestige of this place gives you a, a target on your back sometimes. Like whenever we walk out of here, there are going to be people who are going to want to beat us. Um, that's also fun. Um, but just, just just navigating this environment um, for the first time is only my third year on campus. Um, and I'll say second year on campus because COVID kind of erased, erased one. Um, so just navigating a new place for the first time that is, is unfamiliar in a lot of ways. Like this is a um, this this is this is not where I spent the first 13, 14 years of my professional career. That's a challenge in itself. And I'm, I'm sure there are some challenges that haven't presented themselves that I'm going to see. Um, but just as a coach in general, something I think a lot of coaches experience, and, and I know I, I know I do, and, and my friends that are coaches that I talk to, I know they do. Like, I feel a heavy responsibility on, in terms of helping anyone who plays for me reach their goals. Um, that, that, that's something that can stress me out from time to time. And, and sometimes their goals aren't realistic and it doesn't align with where they really are. Um, and being able to formulate conversations with, 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 with kids and families to, to realign goals is not always easy. And that, that creates another set of challenges because now you have to dive into that conversation and then you have to dive into conversations about motivation afterwards to make sure that they're still motivated. And then... When goals do get realigned or remade, you have to help them attain them. That's something that's not easy, especially if you have 13 or 14 kids on your varsity team. Um, and then you're going to have another 28 kids on your freshman and JV team that are all going to have goals that scaffold through the process. So that, that, that would be something that I would definitely say um, weighs heavy from time to time. What are key characteristics you will not compromise on student athletes in your program? I, low character in general. I know that's kind of vague. Um, I, I put a high priority on character. Um, I do believe if you can raise the level of an individual's character, you can raise the level of a player. I'm very, um, very seamlessly. That's something that I, like I take to heart. Um, I know the better you are in terms of your integrity, the more realistic you're going to be with yourself. And if you have a high level of integrity, every conversation that you're going to have with a person will be that much better. Um, so like, I don't like lying. I don't like cheating. I don't like stealing. Um, those are like three things that I'll, like, I won't give up on a kid very easily, but those are three things that are uh, that'll make me think more than once or twice about it, you know, and kids make mistakes. So if those one of those three things happen, uh, I'm definitely going to have a conversation and try to get them to change it. Um, but how willing they are to, to change those things will make a huge difference, um, in my opinion, of them and their character. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can contact me through my website, seankjensen.com. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time.